Happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Just so you know, we record this podcast usually on Mondays. You see it on a Wednesday. So right now, I have no idea who like won president the presidency. None at all. I mean, I'm hoping that it's... I don't even fucking know. You know, th- the core of me wants Joe Biden to win, of course. But... I think we're fucked either way. You know what I mean? Just let them both be president. They're, they're going to fuck shit up anyway. You might as well let them do it together. Like maybe one can be, how many years are you president? Four? Let one of them have two years and give the other two years to the other one. And say, who fucks up the most? I think that's just how we should start doing stuff. That's kind of how it feels. That's really how it feels. I don't, uh, I don't have confidence in either candidate. And I, and I hate saying that. Maybe Kamala will, if Joe wins, maybe Kamala will kind of uh, balance the uh, uh, the dementia that he has, <laughs> and maybe maybe Biden will balance for when Kamala's on her fucking period or going through menopause. So, is it Kamala or Kamala? I've heard both. I don't give a fuck. Look. People have fucked up my name all my life. So do you think I'm going to give two shits right now whether I'm saying Kamala or Kamala correctly? It just depends. It's Kamala if it's a black person saying it. If it's an Indian person saying it, it's Kamala. So take your pick. I'm black, so we're going with Kamala. Okay. Okay. Miss Harris, if you're nasty. So, um, I don't, so yes. So when you're watching this show, shit, I don't know if we even want to broadcast on Wednesday night. Like maybe we should just broadcast Sunday. Everyone's had a, but I don't think we're going to find out who the president is for like a few weeks because of all the mail-in ballots. I don't know. I know they had a, I know Georgia, some of those are pretty slow to uh, report. So it may be days. It's usually like, days before it's like a hundred percent clear well and then you have to pile on the shit that happened here in houston uh last week or texas for that matter joe and kamala slash kamala kamala kk it's gonna be kk um (laughs) you know they did their um what do you they campaigned in texas all right and boy, did we act an ass. Uh, we acted such an ass, which I'm, I'm surprised that things went as sour as they did in Austin, because Austin's really liberal, um, but things got really bad to the point that they canceled. They canceled the rest of the campaign trip in Texas. I'm like, now y'all see how I fucking feel. It ain't easy being black and liberal in the state of Texas. Um, and then we had Trump supporters who basically, I don't even know what the correct term is to use. They caused such a ruckus blocking off streets and major uh, highways so that uh, voters could not get to the drop-offs uh, to, so they could drop off their ballots. So it was a shit show here, and it's just 2020. I'm going to go ahead and... Do a PSA. Producer James, I don't know, maybe you could find some kind of Sarah McLaughlin tune to go along with my PSA. A public service announcement. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Rakesha Hovind. 
from the Libra Lounge with Keisha with this message for you. As you all have seen how fucked up the year has gone, I would hope now, but if you haven't, I'm telling you now to prepare. December 25th, we're not gonna have Santa. We need to fucking start getting ready for Krampus. Cause that's what we're gonna get. So we can finish this shitty year off right. Fortunately for me, I'm, I'm half good, half evil, so I'm okay with Krampus, you know what I mean? He's just gonna pass my little house right off and be like, that's, that's the real bitch right there. We're just gonna pass her up, but y'all know Krampus is gonna come. James, Krampus. 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 Yes, uh, the legendary tale. I mean, it just, it, it has to be that way. It just, this year, I, let me see. Was it yesterday? Like five people died. Like of various celebrity statuses, all right? So we've had, over the weekend we had Sean Connery. He passed away. Then we had a girl who was on the first year of American Idol, and I remember it because I watched it. She passed away. There was this actor who, he wasn't, he never played any big main roles, but he was fucking shot. Like, it was some kind of a carjacking, Damn. and he was shot and killed. Somebody else, I was just like, oh my gosh. I mean, nothing really surprises us anymore. Nothing. Um, the COVID numbers are back on a rise. If I'm not mistaken, there's one county in Texas, not too far away from where we are, they're going on lockdown for two weeks to see if they can get the numbers back down. So, and then you have those fucking people out there that says COVID is a conspiracy theory. What the fuck is a conspiracy theory about choking on your damn own phlegm High fever, loss of taste, loss of taste. That's just, loss of taste? That's a bad thing right there. I've heard some people say that um, it was China's way of trying to get a leg up on the rest of the world. Okay. Okay, but before we go into the gap, let's let's finish this. Now, I, 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 I'm not going to say that I don't believe that may be true, because I think that COVID was created in a lab. I don't think it came from a bat. Asian people been eating bat brains forever and every other part of the bat. Nothing yeah. has ever happened. It was proved it did not come from a bat. Okay, so while y'all out there trying to kill all the bats, set the bats free. They're <laughs> innocent. It's been proven. I do think that this was created in a lab. It either accidentally got out or was purposely... Or quote-unquote accidentally. Yeah. Now... It may have something to do with that theory, but the disease itself is not a conspiracy. That, sh that shit's real. People have died. I mean, we have close family members that had COVID. Um, I think I had it like in January, February. I know, I know for a fact my mom did. She was so sick for about a week. It was, it was so bad. It's as sick as I've ever seen my mom and I was, we were worried, like really worried. And then she goes to the doctor. He's like, yeah, it's just a virus. I mean, this woman was near death, okay? So he gives her a prescription. She was too sick to go get the prescription. So I went and got it for, and got the goddamn shock of my life when they're like, well, this is just a prescription for throat lozenges. What? Look, 
give me that. Give me that. Let me see. Let me read it. Let me read it. I, w- I want to read what the prescription says. No, damn well, no one can understand what a doctor writes. But yeah, that was what it was. And I called my mom and said, I have these downstairs in my goddamn pharmacy. The legal drugs. Don't go to the don't go to the other cabinet. That's a Shiji. That's just for me. But if you go on the allowed cabinet, you will find these exact brand of lozenges in there. And within like maybe two it still took her like two weeks to fully recover from it. And it's all the symptoms of COVID. And I Everyone has talked to someone who says, you know what, I think I had COVID. And I think a lot of people did, too, before we knew what it was. Um, Anyway, before we get into the gab, one more thing. I want to remind you guys to make sure you're following us on Instagram and on Facebook. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to us on iTunes. um, Also, the TuneIn app, Laughable app, and our heart radio. All righty. If you're a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It is time for the gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true, too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. Alrighty. So, for tonight's The Gab, we are going to go over some of the best celebrity Halloween costumes for the year 2020. Producer James is going to pop a picture up, and then we're going to kind of break the look down and be the petty, judgmental folks that we are all the time. So, Let's do it. Ooh, okay. That is Drew Barrymore as Glinda the Good Witch. Look, I have seen other women attempt to do Glinda, but this is how you do Glinda right there. Like, that shit looks real from the color of the wig. The wig is the... You know what? This is what rich people do. Where we go to Party City and Spirit Halloween to go get our Halloween wigs, that's probably human hair. That is probably a human hair wig that she gave to her colorist because you know white people have colorists and said I want this to be the shade red shade of Glinda's hair because that looks really really good I I like it I don't I can't find anything bad about it and the fact that the backdrop has her initials on it that's some playoff stuff right there Drew yeah the only thing about Drew Barrymore is that she has that face that's not gonna age well well, think. she's already not aging well. Oh. <laughs> no. She, she's not. She's not. Um, and some of that may have come from years and years of drug abuse and smoking. I think Drew Barrymore started smoking cigarettes when she was three. Uh, she started smoking cigarettes before she was in E.T. So that's a, that's a lot because Drew is a few years older than us. She's in her later 40s, if I'm not mistaken. But she gets an A-plus for her Glinda the Good Witch costume. Who's up next? Oh, this one just, it, so many emotions. So many emotions. Um, this These are uh, the Bryants, which Kobe Bryant and Vanessa Bryant, Halloween, whereas I think, well, Vanessa, actually, she's a girl like me. She likes to celebrate it all, but they were really big um, on Halloween. So this is... Uh, I think they had two changes. They did two costumes this year, but this one's so freaking cute. You have uh, Vanessa Bryant and her daughters, Natalia, Bianca, and Capri. They are characters from Madeline. It is so freaking cute. He knows that's, that's, that's not cute. That's my voice when I see a puppy. So he knows that means I really think that's cute. So cute. I, I've not seen anyone dressed up as Madeline characters for Halloween before. I, I like it a lot. It's adorable. Is it too soon for somebody to do zombie Kobe? 
I like legitimately. I don't even. I, I, mm. You know, here's the thing. I wouldn't do that, and I, I'll tell you why. Whenever they, we were in the heat of the Black Lives Matter movement, and there were rioters, not to be confused with protesters, because they are two totally different things, white people. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, because when white people see a group of black people, it's a riot. It's a, no, it's not a fucking riot. But when they were rioting in um, L.A., they fucked up a lot of stuff, but they did not touch any of the Kobe Bryant nor Gianna Bryant uh, murals around the city. None of them. So I think that if someone were to go as a zombie COVID, probably not going to have a good Halloween. No, you're going to probably have a 2020 Halloween. <laughs> um, but this is absolutely adorable. And I just have to say, commend Vanessa because... She is doing, obviously, a great job with these girls. If you follow her on Instagram, and I also follow Natalia, those, they, they all look happy. You know what I mean? They all look happy. They really do. And you know their hearts are all broken. But kids are so resilient. If, you, if you've got a strong foundation and lots of love, kids can get over anything. And they will never get over the loss of their dad. But they will be able to cope with it much better. Unlike how Drew Barrymore coped with shit by going to drugs and alcohol, I don't even think anybody had died and she just did that shit. Oh, I'm part of the Barrymore family. Well, wait, hold on. She has a list. Part of the Barrymore family and she felt that was a curse to her. I'm like, really, bitch? So, uh, uh, Vanessa, great job. The girls look adorable. I also think that they dressed up as characters from Star Wars. And little Capri was an Ewok, and it was so cute. Aww. It was very cute. And I want to say that um, not too long ago, Vanessa had a god baby, and the baby's still pretty little. She was Baby Yoda. It's really, really cute. Aww. Yeah. All right, who's up next? Ooh, my queen, Teresa Judice from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. She dressed up as cotton candy. This was my first year seeing, I think I only saw one other person dress up as cotton candy, but how cute is that? It's very cute. It's very cute. It is, it's cute and it's new and it's fresh. I, I, it's perfection. When I first saw it, I didn't realize that thing on top of her head was a candy cane holder. I thought yeah. she was going for like a unicorn. Kind of no, thing. no, no, no. It's the little candy cane holder. You uh, know how it has that point, which looks a lot like a unicorn horn. <laughs> it does. Looks great. It was short. Teresa's got a banging body. So it was perfection from unicorn cone. Cone. We're going to call it a unicorn cone. <laughs> unicorn. Down to her shoes. All right. Who's next? <gasps> okay. Now, yeah, Halsey. Halsey did the damn thing because she is the bride from the Corpse Bride. And it literally looks like someone picked the character out of the screen and presented her at Halloween because it looks fan-fucking-tastic. But you can do shit like that when you're rich. You know what I mean? You can't that. No, it's almost, you know what I should have done? I should have went to the hood. Like uh, the black hood and then like the white hood and take, like, we should have shot pictures of those people because believe me, it won't gonna look nothing like the shit that we're seeing right now. Um, you would see a lot of made at home costumes, um, but this is be it's beautiful. It is. It kind of reminds me of the uh, like, like monochrome that um, 
Detox did at the uh, finals of RuPaul's Drag Race. When he was black and white? Yeah, that, that, yeah. that whole mm -hmm. kind of contoured monochrome yeah. thing. Yeah. It, it looks gorgeous. It, it really, really does. I can't. I'm trying to find wrong in it. Maybe I'm too much. I think I may be too much in a good mood today to do the show because I've not said one goddamn real negative thing. That's true. Yeah. Yikes. Oh! Pausing. Look. I know that you are of mixed heritage, black and white, and I know you more so look white. But I'm going to need you to just, I mean, can you at least take a picture with a black person? Perhaps, I don't know, maybe your dad? Just to remind people that you are half black because nothing else about you says black. So, moving right along. Oh. <laughs> so, who is this? That's the singer The Weeknd as uh, Professor Clump. From that the is, clumps. That is a great The Nutty costume. Professor. That looks so good. It how I just burst into laughter when I saw it because it looks so good. He's even got fat hands. He does. But you can do that when you're rich. When you're rich <laughs> I guess if you're rich you can hire a makeup team. There you that. go. And this makeup team deserved a very good tip because they look at the fro from the fro to the fat fingers. It's it's just funny. It's not even it's not even great just as Nutty Professor. He literally did as good as being a Eddie fat Murphy. person. No, Eddie Murphy as, as the, the Nutty Professor. Professor. Yes, yes, I agree. Like there was one other person, um, and they're not on our list, and I. Can't, I didn't recognize who the person was. It's one of these new young singers. But she did, um, who was she? Oh, she was Lauren Hill from one of the more popular photos of Lauren Hill. And you couldn't tell which one was Lauren. It was that good. It was frightening good. Because I actually was like, which one is Lauren? It was a shocking resemblance for this child not to be like the child of Lauren Hill. It from she had the dress, the clothes. It it was spooky how much she looked like Lauren Hill. Okay, let's go to the next one. Ooh, so this is I forget how you say his name. And my daughter Scholar has told is it Sawiti? Is it how is that how you say Sawiti? It looks like Sawiti. Okay. Uh this is bomb. She plays the role of Beyonce, Kelly and uh shit, what's the other girl name? <laughs> oh damn, I feel bad because she always Michelle, 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 Michelle. Don't nobody remember Michelle. Anyway, <laughs> she did a cover from on uh, the the single Booty Licious. Look at that shit. Standing from right here where I am right now, I, if I were just walking by and glanced at it, I would have thought that it was the CD cover for Destiny's Child. Wait, is that one girl? That is one girl. Oh. Yes, yes, one girl. I thought So Weedy was a group that pulled us no, up. No, she pulled, she was each one of them. Wow. Yeah, someone else did that. They redid one of the fragrance ads from the Kardashians. And she did, she was Chloe, Courtney, and Kim. And it was spot on. And the girl was black. It was still so spot on. It looked so good. All right, who's next? How many more do we have? This one and one more. Okay. This is Little Nas X as Nicki Minaj, and he fucking killed it. I want to know, is that waistline real? Because, damn, he looks good. He looks like Nicki. So that's the guy that sang with Billy Ray Cyrus? What did you just say? It's the guy that sang with Billy Ray Cyrus. 
Is that not? Didn't he do the the? You mean is that the guy who Billy Ray sang on his record? It wasn't a Billy Ray Cyrus song, Miley. Oh no, I didn't think that at all. Yeah, but the way you phrased it was like this guy was on Billy Ray Cyrus' song. No, this is yes. Um, what was the name of the song? We heard it over and over and over again. Old Town Road. Old Town Road. Yes, but he killed it as Nicki Minaj. Look at those boobs. Looking like two big old milk duds. <laughs> Look at that. That waist is everything. But he's a smaller frame guy. Plus, I'm sure they use a little bit of a cincher, but he looks fan-fucking-tastic. All right. Who? This is the last one? Last one. All right. Let's see who we got. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. Yes, there were a lot of Carol Baskins and there were a lot of Joe Exotics, but Kim Kardashian and her best friend, and is his name? It's Jonathan. They fucking killed it. And I want to say that her her best friend as Joe Exotic was perfect. That whole, that whole fucking shirt is sequin. Like, that is hilarious. And then all of Kim's kids are tigers. I love everything about it. I can't, it's just, Halloween's my favorite holiday. And when I see all these people in costumes, I love it. Uh, Producer James. Yes. Do you have our picture from Halloween by chance? Uh, give me one second. Okay. Um, me and Producer James need to be right up there with these others. With these no, that's right. With these other celebrities, because I am a I am a celebrity. I'm a zealous celebrity, but you know we. Um, we did a pretty good job this year. This is our fourth year um, dress, doing couples costumes. I want to say it started off with uh, one year I was the gold tooth fairy, and he was a dentist. And then the next year we were cookies and milk. I'll let you guess which one was milk. And then the following year we were the Adams family. I was Morticia. He was Gomez. My mom was, who's the butler? Lurch. My mom was Lurch, and then Skylar was Wednesday Adams. So this year, um, we were, and we'll show you the picture after. Oh, there we are. Look at us. We were Bob Ry Bob Ross and Frida Kahlo. We fucking killed it. I'm sorry. We, we killed it. Look how good we look. And I even have her little monkey, Fulang Chang, and just the looks on our faces, like, we truly... Like, we looked like the night before we called upon Bob Ross and Frida Kahlo to take over us. Because I'm sorry, we look good. I mean, we do look good. I've seen a lot of attempted Frida Kahlo's. They ain't look as good as I did. I'm just saying. And the fact that James's Bob Ross wig matches his ginger beard so perfectly, I'm just, we killed it. I'm just saying. You did good. We did good. Of course, it was me because no man says, hey. Let's dress up as a, I don't know, for a couple's costume. That was, I mean, like, we're going to be Frida Kahlo and Bob Ross. Okay? <laughs> so, um, all right. So, those were some of the top celebrity costumes. Um, when we get back, we're going to do a reality TV rundown to see what everyone's been up to. And then we're going to have Bitch Please. We'll be right back. Sassy Class Boutique is the hot spot for your fashion, beauty, and home decor desires. We celebrate women of all shapes and sizes with our trendy collection of regular and plus size clothing. Looking for the right accessories? We have upcycled Louis Vuitton handbags, vegan purses, and jewelry to add sass to your class. 
We also offer health and beauty products from salon quality hair care to cruelty-free makeup. Our edgy home decor items will make you the envy of all of your neighbors. Sassy Class Boutique also offers custom items like shirts, hats, and other gifts for any occasion. All of our vendors are female-owned small businesses, and together we are Sassy Class Boutique. Located at 3709 Fatter Drive in Dickinson, Texas, 77539. Or shop anytime with us at www.sassyclassboutique.com. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Um, so earlier today, I posted uh, a video on my Instagram story. Well, the Libra Lounge Lounge with Keisha's Instagram story. Because, you know, I was doing my makeup and I was like, fuck. Oh, it's November. That means I got fucking start buying Christmas presents for people. And if you like people, like, stop following the fucking like. But then I remembered. Wait a minute. I've cut off so many people this year. Thanks to Black Lives Matter and Donald Trump. We don't have a mug show. We don't, we don't actually have leftover cash <laughs> this year. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of, bunch of motherfuckers I don't have to buy anything from anymore. Now James is like, well, you know what? Maybe you cutting off a, 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 a vast majority of our friends was a good thing because he all about saving money. Uh, yeah, you know, at first he was walking around looking like a sad puppy dog. He's like, great. Another one of my fucking friends, my wife is cussed off and called a racist. Awkward. But yeah, when it comes to saving money, be like, fuck that house. Well, no, 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 no. Yeah, so this is going to be pretty interesting. I think everyone's holidays are going to be a little bit different. They're going to be different for sure. Yeah. They're going to be different for numerous reasons. COVID is still here. So there are some people that may opt not to really do the traditional family Thanksgiving. It's sure as hell ain't going to be no Friendsgiving. Like, nah, just, it's just family this year. I don't, I don't know what you got. I don't know who you've been around. I don't know whose COVID dick you might have been sucking hoe. No, you can't come over this year. <laughs> Man. And then, of course, you, with it being an election year, you know, election years ripped some families apart. This one has, for This sure. one for sure has. So, um... Then you've got that, and then you know it can be lazy people. I mean, I don't want to cook for nobody, so we just no, we're not doing that. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be. <laughs> we're even having to think about the holidays a little bit extra this year. Like, well, yeah, because you know the a lot of people's true colors accidentally <laughs> came out. Yeah, some people you know may not come. And then you got some new people that you got to add in that maybe you don't want to. And then there's some old motherfuckers that ain't invited. Yep. Yeah. It's kind of, it's, the holidays are stressful enough. Usually Thanksgiving is the easier holiday. And then you have the stress from Christmas. But I think it's going to start with Thanksgiving because depending on, again, it goes back to it. When it comes to controversy, it doesn't matter which one of them wins. It's it, they're both controversial. We're pissing off somebody in our family, yeah. No matter what, I mean, pretty much in everybody's family, somebody's yeah. gonna be pissed off. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know. I I feel like people have been more aware this year, and I think people have been more sensitive this year. Um, and I think that. We needed some of that to tell you. I mean, I, I, 
it's hurtful, but I feel as though I'd rather know who you really are without the fakeness. That way I can decide whether or not I want to be around you. I don't want to be around you and you're putting on a show every time. And I think with the Black Lives Matter movement and just the fact that Trump is still alive and semi-well, um, we forced us to, and it meant quarantined. Quarantine because all we had to do was watch social media, social media and the news. And it's just, it's gonna be a little bit awkward. That's all I can say. I'm not looking forward to it. And Thanksgiving is usually a holiday, it's a holiday I really, really like. And oh no, oh no. It's just like, do we really wanna invite people? <laughs> Because some people may not come, even if you invite them, because their person didn't win, you know, the presidency. Yep. Like, let's let's say that Biden wins, okay? And people know, you know, how I'm Biden-Harris, and they may be Trump supporters and pissed off. So what's fucked up is, like, Trump's been the president for four years now, mm -hmm. and not until now that all of a sudden that matters so much that it we did. have to affect our holidays and shit? Like, is I, that Yeah, I think so. That's insane to me. Yeah. Well, he's gotten a lot more bolder with the stupid shit that he says, too. Well, just the fact that whoever is president means people have to disagree to the point of hating each other is a problem. It's just like, then um, don't talk about politics. That's, that's how the, I, that's that's how I yeah. view it. I'm like, I've got friends that are Trump supporters, so we don't discuss politics. It's as simple as that because I don't want to start hating you behind who you voted for and and throw away the friendship, you know. But then there's some people who are just associates, and I don't mind cussing them out and telling them to suck my dick because they are a supporter of whomever. So we're going to do a reality, reality TV showdown, which I'm surprised I can even do because I've been so addicted for the whole month of October, all I watched was Halloween Wars on the Food Network channel. <laughs> and, now, and now we just had the first episode of Holiday Wars. And guess who is the new host? Do you know who it is? No. One of my, okay, I'm gonna let you guess. Okay. One of my probably top five, easily top five, Favorite shows? Movie or TV show? TV show. Is it Raven Simone? Yes. <laughs> In one. Yes. So Raven Simone is hosting Holiday Wars. Uh, so I was just like, Raven. <laughs> Did you have a psychic vision that told you you were going to be the host of this show? That's a Raven. It's one of my all-time favorite shows. Still is. James will, I'll be in my bedroom and James will be in another room and he'll hear me just dying laughing. And so he'll run because he wants to let tune in. My bitch, are you in here watching this shit again? Yes. This kid's show. Look. Look, I'm not going to say anything because I watch a lot of kid shows too. And it, I don't, I don't even see that's a Raven as a kid show. They were in high school. Okay. So anyway, so yeah, I, when I was like, it's time for us to do the reality TV show roundup, I was like, God damn, I ain't been watching. I have three shows on here, which is saying a lot for me because I love reality TV so, so much. Damn, have I really been watching Halloween Wars that much? 
Well, you watch that. And then these are like holiday baking, holiday cookie, holiday pumpkin carving, holiday. All and those and normally I don't do a lot of uh, cooking shows. Like we'll watch Beat Bobby Flay or we'll watch Chopped. But that's really it. But for some odd reason this year, you know, I was I've always watched Halloween Wars, but I went as far as watching old episodes like there was a freak show cake cake off and then there was uh some other stuff. I'm like, I don't even like this. Well you got But I'm gonna still watch all twenty uh episodes of it. Well you went as far as like watching the British bake off challenge. I did. <laughs> yeah, because there's some okay, look, there's something about baked goods, desserts, and competition. I don't know. Maybe I'm just because I'm getting older. I I don't know, but I was all about it this year. So let's let's start off with Team Mom Two. Um, oh Jesus, these girls. Uh, so let me see. Let me just go down the list. Leah, Leah, <laughs> the one that used to be addicted to painkillers, and who we watched slur through several episodes of Teen Mom 2 for at least a season and a half has now risen to the top. She looks fucking fantastic, okay? She is rocking it out with co-parenting with two baby daddies. Okay, well, two ex-husbands. Um, she's got a daughter with a disability. She's rocking at that. She's doing good, and we're... We're where she's writing her book, okay, which I read her book, which is Hope, Grace, and Faith, which are the middle names of our girls. The book was fucking phenomenal. I was shocked that Leah could even read, let alone write. And her book was really good. It, I will say that if you have been following the Teen Mom Girls since they were on 16 and Pregnant, you should most definitely read her book. It's enlightening. And then you look at how far she, and believe me, when I say she has come a long way from where she was, because honestly, had I read the book first, I was like, bitch, I understand why you taking pills. I'll go ahead and take, you want me to get you some? You want to, can I fix you a drink to go with it? She went through a lot of shit. She had a horrible, horrible childhood, but she's got herself all the way together. Um, so really she's just writing her book, trying to support her sister, Victoria, who got pregnant on their trip to Costa Rica by some Costa Rican guy that she didn't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Like a foreign one night stand kind of thing. But here's my thing. Okay. Fine. You go to Costa Rica and you fuck. But you really let a guy dick you down raw from another country and... That's pretty bad. That's pretty. And then you get fucking get pregnant. It's like, uh, and then she was still married during that time. Oh, so she went and cheated. She went all Stella got her groove back. They were supposedly separated and going through the divorce. But according to the law, you were still married. She got some of that island dick. Yeah, which that's fine. I have no problem with you getting island dick. Just can you cover it up? Or something? I mean, do they not have condoms in Costa Rica? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, yeah, Leah's rocking it out. Uh, Chelsea, oh, God. Which, Chelsea, we just learned a couple of days ago, she is leaving the Team Mom franchise. This was her last season. Good. <laughs> Good. We are so over the baby voice and the vegan leather fucking jacket and cold mullet. 
tired of it, over it. Uh, I, this season, I have seen them through fresh new eyes. And I've kind of seen some of their shittier behavior, but it's looking like it wasn't so much Chelsea. And if you watch the show, you know the whole issues with Aubrey's biological dad and him just being a deadbeat. Look, I had a, a deadbeat baby daddy, okay? I don't, I don't even know how to put it. They emphasize so much on him being a deadbeat. He's always been a deadbeat. You should be used to it by now. I mean, I got used to it. I'm like, hey, look, that motherfucker don't phase me. Yet he says stupid shit all the time. I just, I don't know. But yes, good. Yes, it is time for you to move on. But I wonder how you're going to pay for that new house that y'all are building. But not my business. Anyway, um, then we've got Jade. I think that they should actually pay Jade a little bit more because goddamn, she and her family are a train wreck every single episode. Every one of them, okay? Sometimes with the girls, you'll have one episode, it's just a shit show. And then on the following episode, you just see things just, oh, okay, okay, this is great. No, that is not the case with Jade. Jade's family. It's so fucked up. Number one, her mom, Christy, is wrecked. They're all addicted to drugs. I don't know what kind of drugs that her mom is on because she's still fat. Like, but the dad, but the stepdad is crackhead skinny. And they're kind of poor. So I would think that they would do the same kind of drug because you can't afford to do different kinds of drugs. But how come the mom's still fat? Like, what? What drug makes you fat fat like that? I don't know. Maybe she's snorting sugar thinking it's crack. That's what it is. That is, <laughs> thank you, producer James. That is exactly what that bitch is doing. She's snorting the sugar, eating the sugar, sitting on the sugar, all of that because the bitch is big, all right? And that's coming from me and I'm a big bitch. But I would hope that if I became addicted to drugs, I'm going to pick the drug that's going to make me skinny. Like, okay, look, I'm going to be addicted to drugs. I'm going to be a fucking horrible human being. I'm going to look good. I'm going to be skinny, you know? I'll be a size six. Yeah. Um, then you've got her relationship with her baby daddy, which he's sometimes on drugs, off of drugs. Literally every episode of Teen Mom, Jade is kicking someone out of her home. It's either her boyfriend she's kicking out, or it's her parents that she's kicking out. It, it, it's, it's, it's a merry-go-round of who's going to look for Jade this episode of Teen Mom 2? Because we just we never fucking know. Um, and then we have, do, 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 oh, Brianna. Oh, Brianna pissed me off the other day um, on Instagram talking shit about Kel again. Um, but but, but the, here's what makes it even funnier. The fact that this person, and it was documented on television, got chlamydia and had to talk about it. That normally makes a bitch just be quiet. Like, if you just had to announce to the world that you had chlamydia on a show, I'm not going to talk shit about nobody because you already know they're going to go straight to the STD. And, you know, so she went back with one of her baby daddies and got chlamydia. Is chlamydia the one they call clap? 
Yeah, that's clap. Okay, so that's the one you can get rid of, but no, like, I didn't even know people still got chlamydia. Oh, yeah, it's very common. I ain't never had it. Have you? Never. Like, see, he lied. No, I never. He's had. lying. Nope, never. You didn't have clap? Never had any STD in my whole life. Well, good never. for fucking you, Thank producer you. James. Good, 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 good. Glad to hear it. Then we're moving right along to Kale. Y'all know Kale's my girl. Um, I think where we are right now, she just found out that she was pregnant. No, she's known she was pregnant. We're at the part where Chris's fucking aunt got pissed off and told the world that Kale was pregnant before Kale did. Um, but for, you know, for all the things that Kale goes through, I mean, this girl basically has no parents, never really has. She really has accomplished a lot. And um, it, it hurts to watch her having to go through another pregnancy with Chris and Chris not be around and just be the dickwad that he so often is. I think that's everything from Team Mom 2. Did I miss anything, Producer James? Um, which show is Gan Yao on? She used to be on Team Mom 2. She's no longer on there. Okay, good. Is she still and alive? Chanel, so she, I, okay. is she still alive? Yeah. She's still alive, but Damn. I think I think Janelle does the same kind of drugs that Jay's mom does because Janelle's gotten big. But isn't Janelle's mom still on the show? Like, no. Oh, the whole okay. story is gone. Oh, it's gone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's doing the same drugs as uh, Christy or Chrissy or whatever Jay's mom is because Janelle is big. Now, I mean, she's the biggest that we've ever seen Janelle. Like, she got thick. And I'm like, how do you get thicker after you lose your job? I would think you would be more broke, which you would have less food. But then, no, because cheap food is always very unhealthy. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I mean, a box of fucking ding-dongs or Twinkies is not cheap that food, much. Yep. Cheap yeah. food is bad food. It is. It is. All right, so uh, one of my favorite shows, The Family Chantel, uh, I think we're on episode two. And I don't understand why whenever I would see on Instagram uh, TLC advertising um, that The Family Chantel was returning, I would read through the comments and everyone's like, we hate that show. I love this show. It's funny to me. And I think part of the reason is, is because I can relate to it. Her mom, her mom is every other black mom in America. <laughs> okay. Big mama. She is every mom in America. And I will say though, this season, uh, Chantel's mom looks really good. She has lost weight. She was never fat, but she was thick. She looks really, really good. Uh, she, she reminds me of every black mom, including mine. Like, okay, she, she, when shit gets real, she, she always knuck a few bucks. Don't fuck with my kids. None of that. Forget the touch. I, she, she'll fight for her kids. And then when shit really gets real, she does. Again, what all black moms do, they start quoting song lyrics. Like, for example... What was she talking about? <laughs> she was talking about... It was something with uh, Pedro, which is Chantel's husband. Um, because a, Ch a Family Chantel is a spinoff from the show 90 Day Fiance, which they started on there. She... I, I think this was last season. They were getting to go back... They were getting ready to go back to the DR uh, with Chantel because they didn't want Chantel to be by herself with Pedro in the DR because of how um, Pedro's mom and sister are. And I think Chantel's mom was like, if, you know, we're going for this reason, but if this shit over here happens, 
I am every woman. It's all in me. That, that is what <laughs> black moms do. Like, I don't know why. Just randomly I, I, quote song lyrics? Yes. If you guys remember from The Real Housewives of Atlanta when uh, Candy was engaged to Todd and they were getting ready for the wedding, and y'all know how Mama Joyce used to hate Todd, and then they were having a conversation. It got heated. And then there she went. She ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley low enough to keep me from you. I mean, they just start fucking <laughs> using song lyrics from Motown songs. And I don't know why they do it, but I can relate to that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if maybe the majority of people that watch 90 Day Fiance are not black. So maybe that's why no one, people just didn't get it. Because now that I think about it, whenever I see people talking shit about Family Chantel, they're never black people because we, I totally identify with that shit. But ooh, what's she going to say today? Is this what my mama has said? Um, and their family unit just kind of reminds me of how my family is. Um, we're only on episode two. And right now we are, let's see. Pedro's sister and mom are still trying to come to the U.S., but his ugly, brace-faced sister has a boyfriend from the DDR, but he's li living in New York. Chantel was getting ready to graduate from nursing school, but she failed the final exam by three points. Um, her sister, Winter, has moved back in with her parents because, remember, at the end of last season, Chantel and her mom hired a private investigator to check the background of Winter's longtime boyfriend, Jaw, and we found that, that Jaw had, was hiding a kid, a whole kid, a whole human kid. Um, so they are kind of broken up, trying to figure out what, what they're going to do. But Winter, uh, last week, um, went for a consultation for weight loss surgery. And we also have Chantel's older brother, which he's the oldest of all the kids, He's on this show now with his male order bride. I mean, oops, with his Asian bride. Uh, <laughs> so Pedro is like, oh, okay. Let me see if they are just as shitty towards her as they were towards me and they really weren't. So he's pissed off that this chick is getting it off easy. Um, so, yeah, that's where we are with the family Chantel. Um, then what, what 90 Day Fiance are we watching now? I is think. We're Life watching. after lockup? Love after lockup? I think it's love after. No, lockup. no, no. That 90 Day Fiance. I think we're oh, watching 90 right. Day Fiance the other, other way. way. Yeah. yeah. And um, let's see. There's so much but so little to really tell. Some of these stories are dragging along. I, I guess. Let me see. Ari and um, Baby Daddy, Ethiopian Baby Daddy, have their baby. Um, let me see. Jihoon and what's that fucking weird girl that he's married to? Devin. I can't stand that girl. And and you know what? 90 Day Fiance is horrible with their editing because there's sometimes you watch it, which I think this happens with all reality TV shows. They need you to go back and redo or add on to your confession. Uh, so they put you back in the outfit and they try to recreate the look that you have, but they always miss something, okay? Uh, for example, uh, and I didn't really discover this until last season on The Real Housewives of New Jersey, 
um, Dolores's uh, confessional look was she looked fucking hot. She had this badass Brazilian blowout. I mean, she looked really good. And then there were some episodes where you could, uh, okay, wait, 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 wait. It's the same outfit, kind of the same makeup, but that hair's not the same. So that's when I realized that they have to go back and they try to create, recreate these looks. But I'm just like, fuck, can you do a better job at it? Like, we're noticing, people. We're noticing. Uh, with Devin, she got, like, lip injections. And I think she got, what are those big chiclet teeth called? Oh, veneers? Yes. And so there's some where she's veneered and some where she's not veneered. Um, Who do you hate more, her or Jihoon? Oh, her. Okay. Her, no, oh, it, you can ask that to anyone. They're gonna say her. So when I first was watching it with you, it made me feel like she was like the victim and Jihoon was the douche. Yeah, even so, yeah, that and, and that's true, mostly true. But you still like Jihoon more than her because <laughs> <laughs> that's anyone because Jihoon's funny and he's just—I don't know. She's such. She's one of those people who never looks happy, ever. But then if I had yellow, gray-looking teeth, I probably wouldn't look that happy either. So, I don't know. But, yeah, everyone's team Jihoon. Jihoon could go fuck a horse, okay? <laughs> Jihoon could fuck a horse on an episode. We still, mm, that's still better than fucking uh, Devin because she, she doesn't have a good personality. She's attitudeish. She's just, she's just not likable at all. Um, then we've got Jenny and Sami. Uh <laughs> The last episode that we had to watch, we had to hear about them having sex, which, keep in mind, Jenny is... 90? I'm thinking... She's she's in her 60s, right? I think it's 60. Yeah, and I think Sami is in his 30s, if not like 40. She's a big grip older than him. And then she she looked old. She dresses cute, but she looked old. And to hear that she dominates him in the bedroom, it's like... It's like someone telling your grandmother fucking dominates dick. Just, just, it just, Uh, He finally has gotten divorced from his first wife, but now he's having to pay back the $20,000 that his dad had to pay to get him divorced. Like, he had to give that money to the ex-wife's family, and I think she's still trying to sue him for other things. Um, And his parents still don't want him to marry Jenny. I don't, I, I, I don't know how that one's gonna end. I, I, it could end with death because she's old. <laughs> so, uh, or her dying. She's older than his parents. Usually, when you date someone who's older than you are, they're usually hot or rich. She's neither. I don't. I don't. I don't know. That's why you know it's true love. I. I. He really. He know. He really does love her. I just don't get it. That's but, why. you know. Then we've got Brittany, who everyone fucking... Just, there's just nothing likable about this girl. And she's one of those people that... Um, they always have a smile on their face. Or... They, no matter what they are talking about, it's like, yeah, so my friend had five, five abortions. She's always got that <laughs> smile on her face. Then you see her dad, and he does the same thing, but she's got fucking braces on her teeth. It's like Joker. Like, he can't actually not smile. Yeah, it's just Everything about her big fucking moon pie face just irritates my soul. <laughs> Did you say moon pie? Moon pie face, yes. <laughs> but then you have Yazan, who can be an asshole sometimes, 
But Britney's so fucking annoying, you just like Yazan better. You know what I mean? And then on top of that, it still pisses me off that you thought you were going to move to Jordan, which I'm not even sure of the women's rights that they have in Jordan. Women don't have many rights in Jordan. They don't have many rights in the Muslim country, period. Okay. And you want to be rapper, half of a fucking stripper. I'm sure she's got an OnlyFans page. You thought you were going to go to Jordan and marry somebody and live there? Bro, they will cut your whole motherfucking head off and your feet too. They do that still and stone you. They still do those things. Well, Jordan's a little more liberal than like Saudi Arabia or Iraq. Okay, well, how about this? Next week, we we saw a clip that the uh, Yazan's parents have already kicked them out of the house behind Britney. And then he sends, the dad sends a message via Yazan's brother that says, you tell him if he marries Britney, I will kill him. And it's not that I'm going to kill you. No, it's I will kill. There's nothing not threatening about an air, are they Arabic? An Arabic man saying, I will kill you. I believe that shit. I yeah, believe that a, to my core. Yeah, that's that honor killing stuff. That's what his dad is saying that he's going to do. Yazan, that bitch ain't worth dying for. Trust and believe me. The pussy might be good, but you can choose any fucking thought in the USA, and they pussy probably feels the exact same way. So I don't know. I feel bad. I really feel bad for Yazan because Britney's just a fucking brat. Just, ugh. I don't know. Then... We go to Ethiopia. Look, we didn't travel from, where do we start? Who do we start with? Who do we start with? Well, you mentioned Ethiopia first. Then we went to Korea. Then we've been we to did India. Ethiopia? Well, you said she had her baby. Oh, Ariel and Bingham had their baby. So we've been to Ethiopia, Korea? to the U.S. Okay. Then we went to Korea. Now we're in Jordan. Well, India. We Jordan. went to India. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So it's listening to one of my other favorite podcasts. It is 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk. And they said something that I'm like, oh, my God, that happens. So whenever TLC or 90 Day Fiance, they um, come when they're about to cover a story for the uh, couples, they will, you know how reality shows, they'll shoot shit that's going on in the streets. It's always like, a picture of a monkey's balls. Or it'll be like the poorest dog in the entire world walking down the street drinking from out of drinking ditch water. It is always we don't want to see that shit. Put that take it to the animal channel. We're trying to watch this fucking train wreck here. There is always something weird with animals. I it's, was there nothing else that you could have shot? I think they just want you to like understand how shitty it is. We get it. It's Ethiopia. <laughs> we know it's shitty. There's no, you don't have to chill. You do not have to find an anorexic monkey to film to remind us what we know. When you said Ethiopia, we knew it was fucked up. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much 90 Day Fiance the other way. Oh, I forgot about Kenneth and Armando, um, which is. This one's kind of sad. They're trying to get married. And at this point in Mexico, I believe the government government has approved same-sex marriages, but in their constitution, I believe that it is still banned. So it's 
Yeah, so um, they're trying to get married, and that was this was really sad. Um, I have to admit, um, I think they're going to wind up getting married. I just still don't understand why they didn't move to the United States. I, I really don't, but whatever. All right. Um, <laughs> I wasn't even going to do love after lockup, but since producer James mentioned it, we had the most immature laugh that lasted about three hours after the show ended. And I'm going to tell you what it was. <laughs> so we were watching um, the story of Chevelle and Quaylen. All right. And Quaylen has gone back to Houston where his family is for a visit, but he had a one way ticket. His mom is trying to get him, you know, to get his footing. Like what kind of career do you want? Uh, we find out that he has been able to, like, he's got these long, I don't know if they're dreads or twists, but he did that himself, which was pretty impressive. So she takes him to go meet and talk with this local barber. However, while this is happening, we hear Quaylen pronounce the word barber, and we lost our shit, Okay. He pronounced it burb, burb, all night long. Bubble. Burb, all night long. <laughs> all night long, no matter what we were talking about, it ended with burb, 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 burb. Bubble. I was like, I feel like we're in an episode of fucking the cartoon chowder. A burb, 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 burb. Yes, I'm like, this has like some shit from chowder. So we lost our shit. But here, nothing, I'm not going to even cover all of Love After Lockup because nothing, 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 nothing can top this crazy bitch Heather. Ooh. Oh my gosh, Dylan. You may be the S-Con, but I don't care what you did to get in prison. You do not deserve any of what Heather is. This bitch is Fucking nuts. We're only on day two of him being out of prison. Psycho. She is psycho. This is how bad it is. And I've only seen this happen a few times with reality TV. Hey, Where the, the fact that you said, huh? I've only seen it happen. I thought you were going to say once. She was like, I only seen it happen a few, a times. few times. But Okay, but think about how much reality TV I watch. Yeah, yeah that's a lot. I've only seen this happen a few times where producers actually intervene, okay? This girl, almost on his first day being out, she got so jealous of him talking to his 90, her 90-year-old 90 aunt, who is half dead. Uh, she is about 50 pounds and has an oxygen tank, who's allowing them to live in her home, and that is also the home that is on his PO information, Okay that she went fucking ballistic. So now we're on day two. She's already almost gotten them killed multiple times in a car. And as they're getting ready to leave the DMV, because he was trying to get, I think one of your requirements when you get out is to go get a driver's license and your social security card. And she lost her shit again for no reason. It's Her reasons are like, bitch, you mad about that? Okay. The producers did not even want for Dylan to get in the car with her. Like, they said, no, you don't need to get in. We'll take you where you need to go. Cause it's been... She, you know, a lot of times when people say, oh, wow, she looks like she'll kill you. No, this bitch really looks like she will kill you. There's like two or three of them this season. Then I'm like, there's probably a couple of dead bodies in their backyard. Because these bitches, are... and I'm crazy. 
So for me to say that a, uh, another bitch is really, really crazy, that's bad. Oh, God, it's bad. You crazy, but she is psychotic. Yeah, like, I think she's got bipolar. No, she not just bipolar. Don't do bipolar like that. She's like tripolar. Don't, yeah, she quadruple polar. Uh, plus some other shit. Uh, she is just a nutcase. She was like driving crazy, like tearing cameras out of the car. Like, uh, I mean, literally putting it was, him in it danger. Was, yeah, yes, like straight up danger. Man, that's some classic TV right there. All right, when we get back, we're going to have the Bitch Please of the Week from the Libra Lounge. All righty, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to, uh, what is this, the 97th episode of the Libra Lounge? 98. 98th episode of the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Um, thanks for sticking in here with us. Um, is there any other show announcements or anything like that? Uh, well... We might try to do something special for uh, the 100th. Uh, we'll let you know next show. So basically, we ain't doing nothing special. You all know every time we say we're going to do something special for a day, we don't never do nothing special. Well, here's some things that we could do. Mm -hmm. So maybe the audience can let us know what they'd like. Um, we're now approved to have events in Facebook. So we could actually do like full-blown live uh, events. Um, we could do call-ins with guests. We can. There's a few things we can do. So if you have an idea or something you'd like us to try, uh, leave it in the comment section or email us at LibraLoungeRadio at gmail.com. That sounds like a whole bunch of extra work. I ain't doing it. <laughs> It'd be the fucking one millionth episode. And we got to do all that? Okay, that's okay. Uh, we'll just say happy 100th episode. Ooh, jazz fingers. We still need our jingle. Huh? I say we still need that jingle. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, all right. Um, once again, it is time for Bitch Please. Bitch Please. You be rolling down the street telling stories. Bitch, you never tell the truth. Bitch Please. Everybody know you lying, bitch, because all you do is lie. Okay, so uh, there was a couple of different bitch pleases that we could have done. Uh, you know, Dr. Dre supporting Trump or meeting with Trump. Uh, Cardi B calling off her divorce to offset again. But I was like, you know what, let's do something a little bit more closer to home, all right? So we live in a very upper middle class subdivision. And is that right? Just say white. White, yeah, <laughs> not many people look like it's a, a nice subdivision. It's okay. Um, and I will say that since COVID happened and the quarantine, our neighborhood has most definitely been together to make the kids still feel good and happy. We've had food trucks, ice cream trucks, holiday events. Uh, we we did parties, yeah, and they do did like uh, where you can boo a person's house where you drop off treats and stuff. Just they have done an fantastic job of keeping spirits and morales high morales high so this is really pretty fucked up okay so last week we had the cheese slice bandit going around which some of the neighborhood kids this is how you know it's a white neighborhood <laughs> instead of egging cars they cheese cars 
That's a pretty expensive thing to fucking just throw on a car cheese. Yeah, this wasn't Velveeta. No, this was like good, like deli cheese. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, Skylar, my daughter Skylar's car got cheese, which I was like, that's pretty fucking funny. (laughs) But had it been my truck, I would have been like, oh, calling the police. All right. So for trick-or-treating, we have a Facebook group for our neighborhood. And everyone's like, okay, so what are we going to do? We still want to keep you know, trick-or-treating a lot. Um, so that's what the neighborhood did. And the next day, there was a post from a lady, and I really feel bad for her. And I don't feel bad for people very often, especially white people, but I felt bad for her. You know, it's the whole white privilege thing. I'm like, girl, get over it, whatever. But no, this really made me feel bad. So they were in their driveway, which a lot of people were very fancy and creative with their trick-or-treating. I saw some where people, like the... You rang a bell, and then they would create, like, a chute from upstairs and drop your really creative things that were just fun. So this family, they had it set all up in their front yard, handing out candy. But then they also had their Biden-Harris sign in the yard, which has been in the yard this whole time. But they were attacked numerous times, okay? Someone even... One family actually said, no, we don't want candy from your kind. I was like, damn, I thought that was reserved for black people and gays. I, you know, like, <laughs> we don't want your kind. And these people were white. I'm like, damn, they said that. Then they got cussed out by a group of teenagers. And they got cussed out by adults saying, we can't believe your kind is in our neighborhood. Again, I thought that was only reserved for blacks and gays. <laughs> All right. I'm like, damn, we live, I mean... I could hate you, but if you're giving away good king-size candies, we're going to be friends for that moment, okay? I just cannot believe that people are going this hardcore. And as this lady explains, she goes, my neighbor across the street has, I don't know how many Trump signs and a Trump flag in their yard. Okay. You know, okay. But you let it affect trick-or-treating? Look, if you're handing out that like that Hershey's nuggets, like I'll let you burn a cross in New York. I don't give a shit. Like you can burn it in my yard. <laughs> just just, bring, just the bring the good chocolate, okay? And I don't like just regular chocolate. I want cho- chocolate with crispies and nuts and all other delectable things inside of them. I just really felt bad. I was like, that is fucked. I actually that is fucked up. Like number one, how did you even see the goddamn sign? You it was dark. You had to have flash a flashlight on. You know, and I'm like, these people didn't just put the, that sign up that day. But, you know, certain things make people feel really fucking really brave. Yeah, really, just, really yeah. brave. Yeah. Um, you know, James and I have been working the polls the last couple of weeks. And shit. The voting polls. Please make that Voting clear. polls. Voting polls. <laughs> and shit always starts, gets on and popping whenever the black girl and the big white guy leave. I'm like, they don't never be doing shit and talking shit when we there, James. Soon as we leave. Shit pops off. Shit pops off. Because they get real motherfucking brave when the black girl and her bodyguard are not there. <laughs> okay? So that's how I know people ain't stupid. I'm like, because you know, if you would have came over here with that bullshit and I was over here. That's never a good thing. No. And then if you try to push me, James going to beat up, you know, he will beat up a woman protecting his wife. Yep. Yeah. So they'd be like, ooh, the colored girl. 
and the race trader have left. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, I was just like, that is so sad that you can't it's even sad. do something good for children without bringing politics into it. Yep. That is so dumb. That is so dumb. You know, that's why, you know, we did not have our annual Halloween party slash birthday party, but we really still had a really fun, I, I had a good Halloween. Yep. It fun. And then I saw that, I was like, man, now I don't feel so bad for turning off our porch light and not handing out candy. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't have to deal with some bullshit like that. All right, so next week we'll be back and possibly we'll have a new president or the same one. Well, Keish. Either way. There's only one thing to say. Bitch! Is that what I was supposed to say? That's just a slang for people in Houston. So anyway, you guys have a good week and we'll see you next time. Bye. It's the Lieber Lounge. The Lieber Lounge. Ooh.